The podcast is back. The podcast is back. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Just Another Why Guys podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Happy to have you along for the ride. Oh, one more time. We uh, are back with another episode this week. Um, I did not do a solo episode because um, looking at the download numbers, clearly that's not what anybody wants. So we're not going to do that again, I guess. Uh, you know, whatever. It's totally fine. Gotta, we're just doing things as we go here. Living, learning, making ourselves better. Uh, Nikki uh, is going to be in the co-host seat this week. And we are going to talk about some fun stuff. We're going to talk about some fall movies that are coming up that we're excited about. We're going to talk about the official hockey team of Just Another Wild Guys podcast, my beloved Minnesota Wild. That is how we'll wrap up the program. We are going to start the program with something some of you may or may not be excited about, which I understand, but it is going around in the world. And so we talked about the Judge Kavanaugh stuff. Um, Yeah. It's interesting, I think. Um, I, I don't think I had any revolutionary hot takes or anything, but it's what I was feeling about the situation. Wanted to get some of Nikki's takes on the situation. It was just only about 20 minutes, so the bulk of the show is talking about movies, and we go through the list of the people that Nikki wants to have sex with that aren't me, and we go through the list of people that I think are beautiful uh amazing human beings that i would also have to like like to have sexual relations with um so you know it's a fun episode you're going to enjoy it please share it with people please download it please justify my being on this planet to do these podcasts by you listening this is how i'm fulfilled as a human spiritually by you listening to just another podcast i'm just kidding i'm just fucking with you guys I appreciate everyone that takes the time to click and download and, and enjoy it, even if you listen for just a few minutes. So, with that, let's get the uh, let's get the show started. What do you say, huh? Let's do a little jogging. Let's go. So after uh, reviewing the the numbers on this most recent episode of the podcast, it's clear that uh, no one wants to just hear me talk for 45 minutes. So um, I bring back guests. Um, so Nikki is here with us today. So uh, welcome back to the program. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. And um, for some reason, I can't hear you in my headset. That's weird. Hmm. It's annoying. Hello? Hey, there we go. Hey, there we go. It's amazing that after all these years, I still don't know how to work this stupid equipment. There's like four buttons on it. It's like I'm a professional at this. <laughs> oh, crap. I'm hitting my microphone. What? Dang it. We. This is just a cluster of a podcast. Only one of us has been drinking today. So. <laughs> well, do you think that uh, you'll be able to stay focused after the amazing dinner I put together? It was pretty good. I'll tell you what, man. Like You can grill some burgers, baby. I got some burger skills. You do. I would like to say shout outs to the people at Costco <laughs> and uh, 
their uh, skills of making patties that are frozen that you can just throw on the grill. They're so good. I do find, though, that if I thaw them out first, they cook way better. Yeah. And they taste way better. Because I think if you leave them frozen, you got to put them on for a little bit too long. Yeah. They're those, they're, they're quarter pound patties, though. So, I mean, when that grill is screaming, like, you really only got to cook them things for, like, two and a half minutes. And they're, like, really, you just got to put one side down. Once it starts to gray wrap around the edges, you get a nice pool of the juices on top. Flip them sons of bitches once. Slop some cheese on while the other side's grilling. The cheese melts. And then toast up some buns. I'm not going to lie. I'm full, but I could eat another cheeseburger <laughs> right now. Like It would be painful, and I would regret it. I think I would But I would up. definitely do it. It was so good, though. I'm excited that we're going to talk for a while, because then by the time we're done with this, I'm ready for some ice cream. <laughs> So can this is this is just not anything that we talked about that I we were gonna talk about yeah but I sent you uh, a tweet from earlier today that was from the Killens Barbecue Restaurant yeah it was of a giant carrot cake coming out of the oven and yeah I'm not gonna lie what who the hell is calling me from Hamptons Bay New York guessing, guessing it's, it's Beto O'Rourke supporters <laughs> wanting to know if I can do something I'm gonna vote for him is that not enough. <laughs> Jesus Lord. They want you to get all your two friends in Houston to vote for him as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, that I've been uh, I can't not stop thinking about carrot cake now. Yeah. It's a problem. Carrot cake. Mm, I love carrot cake. I want to know what they did after that though. Yeah. Like, did they put on like a frosting? Did they put on like a syrup? It looked like it had kind of a glaze on it or something. No. Well, maybe they glazed it. Like, you know how that one recipe that you have, isn't that, was it Chrissy's recipe? I think it's Chrissy's recipe. That, uh, and actually it's not her recipe. She stole it from someone online. Yeah. It's like a Southern cooking or Southern living recipe yeah. or something. But anyway, that thing was shellacked looking up on top. But... It looked tasty. Mm. <laughs> I, in the in the interest of full disclosure, I did check to see if there were any dinner reservations available <laughs> for tonight, and uh, unfortunately, they were booked for the evening, so we had to settle for burgers, but I also may have looked at a few delivery options to see if I could get some sort of delicious dessert to deliver to the house, because <laughs> at that point in time during the day, it was not a point in time where I could just jump in my car and go somewhere. Yeah, you weren't in condition to do that? Nope, but it is my Saturday, so. That's true. All you do you, you, baby. All you judgmental fuckers out there. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. oh this this is a little is, aggressive. Four minutes in, I'm already calling people fuckers. <laughs> well, I feel like we uh, gave people a little four minutes of laughter before we got into the real fun topic <laughs> of the, the day. So, <sighs> last week was weird. Uh, it's a weird time for our country. Uh, we have a Supreme Court nominee that has been accused of a uh, very serious sexual allegation of sexual assault. And, of course, party lines have been drawn. And, you know, if you want Kavanaugh on the bench, you're more apt to uh, not believe Dr. Ford. Um, I... I felt like this was a very important time in our history last week, and so I made it a point, even though I was at work, um, to watch as much of the hearings as possible. And I was able to listen to her opening statement and her account of what happened, and it was devastating. I don't know how much of it you saw. 
I wasn't really able to listen to much of any of it. It, she, you know, pretty much chronicled what happened, how it's affected her life in a calm and reasoned manner with certainly emotion, but juxtaposed with what happened later that afternoon was startling. She stood, she sat in front of those senators, half of which, by the way, did not have the balls to question her. They hired a woman prosecutor because, you know, optics are everything. Because none of them wanted to have on video them daring to question anything that she may have done or may not have done. I saw an interesting, I guess it was on a weekend update maybe, uh, Colin Jost had a line uh, to the effect of, if you're not the right person to ask her questions in a hearing, maybe you're not the right person to be a senator. <laughs> so, oh, I, That's way too much self-reflection and it <laughs> <laughs> doesn't exist in politics. And, what are you talking and about? Can I, just, can I just say, watching a... Watching the the Judiciary Committee committee hearing was jarring. We have got to put age limits on senators. Yeah. There are some old motherfuckers up there. Not on both sides. Diane Feinstein is like eighty five like she like they have people behind them to tell them what they need to say. And Pat, like, oh, no, 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 you need to say, no, it's this, that you need, it's like, they're so old. And why are old people in charge of making decisions that are going to impact our country for the next 40 and 50 years? Why is it someone that, why are there people that are 80 years old making these decisions, first of all? So the the other side of that would be that, they would have experience, life experience and wisdom, you would hope, to bring to those proceedings. And that's part of the benefit that their age gives them and their time serving in the Senate or in the government. Um, but, I mean, who takes, up, who takes up the mantle for Diane if she, when she goes? I mean, who's behind her? Who plays that role? I don't know, but that hearing was scary for a lot of different reasons. So we are left with, at the end of the day, as we record this, there isn't a limited scope FBI investigation going on. More and more people are coming forward with different stories. Did you see, though, today the White House directed the FBI to question anybody they deem necessary? Yeah. I posted that on Facebook, I believe. Oh, okay. You know, because I'm a breaking news kind of guy. Right. But I want to talk about I want to talk about the hearing. Yeah. Because I listen to a few different podcasts. And one of the podcasts I listen to is the Tony Kornheiser show. And they're based in Washington and they kind of pay attention to what's going on and all these you know, the kind of the major news stories of the day and stuff like that. And one of the things that struck me listening to 
a few of the different people that were on the show is the sense that they felt, especially Tony felt, that both Dr. Ford and Judge Kavanaugh were credible in their stories. I don't know how you watch Judge Kavanaugh and take away from anything from that other than someone who feels like he should have been given this and is now upset that anyone has the temerity to challenge his qualifications to have this job. Like he somehow has like a divine right to this job because he was George Bush's guy. Yeah. He's Carl Rove's guy. Yeah. I didn't realize that all of these things yeah. happen. I learned a little bit about that last week. So he gets in front of this committee and scream cries at them about how his life is ruined, how his reputation is forever tarnished by this hearing, how his family has been destroyed, how all of these things, all of these bad things have happened to him. Had Dr. Ford come in front of those senators in front of cameras for the entire country to see and given 5% of the attitude that Judge Kavanaugh put out to everyone else, she would have been lambasted. She would have been called every... What is what are all of the things that someone she would have been hysterical? She would have been screechy, shrill, emotional. And instead, I hear things like, "That's a passionate man trying to save his career." Fuck that. Yeah, that is a guy who has had everything given to him in his life. Whether he wants to believe that, whether he thinks he worked hard, whatever. Oh, by the way, his thing where he said that he got into Yale into Yale and had no connections, that's bullshit. He's a fucking legacy. That's provable. You can go look <laughs> that up. It's not a conspiracy. He got help to get into Yale. So fuck that narrative. But no one that was watching that knows that at the time because no one pushed back on it. And also, I'm not very happy with the Democrats in this situation because almost all of them wanted to talk about him drinking as a high schooler and focusing on stuff in the yearbook, which as it turns out is not good for him because a bunch of the things that he responded to in those yearbook posts are things that are provably false things that he said that are just not true. And of course, Judge Kavanaugh says that this is a left-wing conspiracy against him, and it's retribution and payback for um, things from the Clintons because Judge Kavanaugh was on um, uh, Star. What's Star? Um, Ken Star. Ken Star's a group of lawyers that went through all of that impeachment stuff, and so he's like, "Oh, this is a conspiracy against me," and all this. It's like, I don't know. It's it's very frustrating because it is just an interesting juxtaposition of the expectations of men and the expectations of how women are supposed to act in our society. Right. And it's very, very sad. And 
I still think he's going to end up getting confirmed. And that's really bad for our country. Like, here's... I found myself not wanting to engage and watch. I was busy the day that the um, the testimonies were happening, so it was difficult. It would have been difficult for me to watch. Um, but I mean, I could have watched them afterwards. But he and I, I've caught little like snippets and stuff, like kind of highlights things. Yeah. Um, but exactly what you just said is why I didn't engage that much in it because it's not going to make any difference. I don't believe. Like they have the votes to to nominate him. I just don't, I mean, they, they don't need a single Democrat to fall with them. Right. And so I don't think it's going to make any difference. So, I mean, this is, you know, all well and good. This all came out, but she's going to be just like Clarence Thomas. He's going to get on anyway. It's not going to make any difference. And that is, and that's infuriating to me. And I feel very powerless to change anything about it. Um, and so, I just kind of disengaged from it at that point. And this narrative that he tried to push that, you know, he was just a, he was just a high school kid focused on working hard and doing sports and this little grass cutting business that he had put together. Those are all great and fine things. But how does that keep you from like going to parties at night? Like, right. oh, doesn't mean you didn't commit a sexual assault. Like, there's lots of people who are hard calendars. workers. Yeah, and I thought I thought the anecdote about the calendars actually played really well. You know, it's well, this is something that my dad had, and you know, he would he would take out his calendars and tell us these stories. And I just thought it was really great. And so, you know, I took up this sort of thing and I was like, wow. Okay. Well, I don't really know anyone else that has ever done that. Except then as I thought about it, I do know someone not personally, but, um, someone I'm very, very, uh, a very big fan of the gentleman named Jim Cornette. He's a professional wrestling manager and he keeps journals and uh, date books and like those sort of calendar stuff. And he would write different stuff in them. And on his podcast over the last few months has done what he calls deep dives where he actually goes and pulls those calendars out and goes through some of the different stuff. So, I don't know. He, there's literally a GQ article right now. That's called All of Brett Kavanaugh's Lies. <laughs> and they're trying to detail things that he said on the record, not stuff that's speculated about him, not any, things that he said under oath in these hearings that are provably false. So that should be the key, right? Under oath? Yes. Because like that was he, Trump lies every time he opens his mouth, but he hasn't done it under oath. So He has provenly he has proved to have given false testimony to this committee. And that but here's the thing. This vote he's out of committee. What happened on Friday was there was a deal made between Republican Senator Jeff Flake from Arizona and Democrats that they would go ahead and agree to move Kavanaugh's nomination out of committee with the understanding 
that there would be an FBI investigation. And they would delay the vote. Correct. By like a week. Right. So, now, what happens? Does this investigation yield anything? Do we get a week of hyperbole and news stories about God knows what? More Michael Avenatti bringing people out of the woodwork. You know, apparently the FBI has been told that they can't look at records from that Safeway that Kavanaugh's friend worked at when uh, Dr. Ford had an encounter with, you know, the guy from the room that was there. Somehow they can't get this gentleman who is said to have been in the room in front of anyone to where he can be asked questions. It seems like that would be pretty important. Yeah. I just... Here's here's the other thing, though. Like, While it was a devastating thing for her, do you think it was even a big deal for him? Do you think it's even something he's ever thought about? He probably doesn't even, like, probably didn't even register to him that he did anything wrong. No, I think he's a terrible person. Yeah. Who, like many... Everything should be handed to him. Like many well-to-do white people who have grown up in that society, in that part of the country, these prep school, Republican, sort of, those sorts of individuals. She should be grateful that he wanted to mess around with her. Not just that, but that there's no consequences for their actions. Right. You know, you've I've I've heard I I read something a gentleman, an African American gentleman who went to Yale and said that he had he saw more drugs and more powders snorted off of more places than he had ever seen anywhere in inner city Chicago in his life and never once saw a police officer break down a door and come and arrest any of those folks. Yeah. Ever. It's just a different world. Well, the thing is, even if they get arrested, they're connected enough and their parents have enough money that they're not going to suffer any real consequences anyway. And some of the stuff that, that was in his yearbook that they talked about, there's a thing where... Uh, he tried to play off something called the Devil's Triangle as a drinking game. Right. Uh, it. It's just so not true. He's known. He said he's known to have a weak stomach. Uh, just. And then, of course, President Trump today comes out and talks about how uh, he's not real. Uh, he wasn't real excited about Kavanaugh talking, being so open about how he liked beer. Because, of course, Donald Trump has never had beer before. Right. It's, it's, the one, it's the one thing that he doesn't do, apparently, is drink. I, just, I, I think I, a lot of people have gotten really worked up about it, obviously. And I think it's worthy of getting worked up about. The problem for me and what... Where I'm having difficulty like leaning in at all, and really I've felt this way since even Trump got elected, is that it doesn't make any difference. Like I just feel really disillusioned about all of it. I've really pulled back from any any of politics or anything with that because I don't I don't believe that I 
I have no faith that marching, that doing any sort of protesting makes a bit of difference in the end. If powerful people want things to happen, they're going to happen. They don't give a crap what I think. Yeah. Basically, at the end of the day, you're going to have to vote. And it's... All those senators who vote for him better frickin' hope that their constituents agree because they're going to be gone if they don't. And and there's people already talking about, you know, most of the senator, most of the Republican senators that will be voting yes are not up for election, uh, re-election this cycle. Ted Cruz is. Yeah. Although it's not really going to hurt him. And we get to vote against that motherfucker. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean... I really hope Beto can win, but I mean, I'd vote, I don't for, think a, I'd that, vote for a turd sandwich before I voted for Ted Cruz. For real. For real. So, I mean, that guy is, that guy is the epitome of a weasel. Yes. He has a weasel face. He has a weasel voice. He has a weasel personality. <laughs> He's literally a walking weasel. <laughs> also, he's the Zodiac killer. He is the Zodiac killer. I'm pretty sure. Like 100% almost positive. <laughs> Let's look at, uh, real quick, real clear politics. What's uh, What do they got for the uh, polling numbers? For- They've kind of been all over the place, depending on what poll you look at. Yeah. Like one had Beto nine points down, and another one had him ahead. And I've heard that somebody has deemed the race leaning blue, but I don't know what? that that's true. Uh, I can't get real clear politics to work. Huh. Why is it broken? Oh, here we go. Current average has Cruz point 4.5% ahead. So, but that's among 807 likely voters. Yeah, it's I don't not a very big sample. how that polling sample works. And and like what Beto has said all along is that the way that they win yeah. is unlikely voters. Yeah. So, I mean, exactly getting the vote out and there's been more people. I saw, I read something like in the Houston Chronicle, there've been more people registered to vote in Texas. Like it's historic, yeah. the amount of people that are registering to vote. So I hope they all get out and fricking vote. That's good. Um, speaking of voting, have we gotten our little voter cards? Yeah, we got them. The oh, I thought those were the old. I thought those were the primary cards. We should check into that. Okay. Because. But I mean, we're registered. I thought. I think it's not. I know, but for any have, particular thing. Pe- but a lot of people that have thought they were registered and had voted in previous election as registered voters get to the polls and then find out that their names are gone. Oh, all right. I'll look into it. Like five hundred and ninety thousand people were purged from Georgia voting rolls. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. that's awesome. And God knows this state would, uh, you know, do whatever they can. Anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's move on from politics. <laughs> let's talk about something. I appreciate you guys. Have, if you've if you've made it this far, I appreciate it. The rest of the the rest of this podcast, we're going to talk about some fun stuff. <laughs> so, as opposed to what I've done a couple of other times, which is wait around, not find anyone to have on the program, and then say, hey, Nikki, will you do a podcast with me? I actually decided that, hey, I want Nikki to be on the podcast this week, <laughs> and I asked her to, to do something. 
you know, do a little show prep, you know, invest some time into my work. You know, <laughs> I don't really want to invest any time, but I'm asking her to do it so that she can come on and have something to talk about. That's right. So we are both lovers of cinema. The cinema. The cinema. We, we love to go theater, to movies. The theater. We, we love to go to movies. We love to watch movies. We, we basically love any activity where we can be lazy. And movies and <laughs> that TV. That is some truth. Movies and TV afford us the luxury of sometimes not even have to leave the house. <laughs> which is, you know. If That's I had, always If a I bonus. could have a giant movie screen in my house, I probably never would leave the house. Word. I would have to find some way to get the first run movies screened. But I mean, we could work that out. I'm sure I could. I mean, for the movies I want to see, uh, you know, I'd probably, you know, I'd take a shot or two for the team. <laughs> oh God! What's that? You want you you want to let me screen the Black Panther movie at my house? Un- unzip, big fella. Unzip. Stop! Gross. What? what? Too far. How do you know it wasn't a female executive? Yeah. Uh huh. Any, I'm, I'm known like to, that's so I'm known, much better <laughs> i'm known to call i'm known to call women big fella too by yeah the way. exactly <laughs> gross <laughs> so gross oh oh so Lord. we're heading into the fall movie season lots of interesting stuff coming up the movie that pretty much everyone is getting excited for and the one getting all of the Oscar buzz, especially early on, because it's coming out so soon. In fact, by the time you guys are hearing this, we will be going to see A Star is Born. Because there is a special Tuesday evening fan event screening that, because I'm so special, which means I turned on the AMC movie app and clicked on the thing that said, hey, there's a screen. <laughs> You're very you special. <laughs> So we're going to uh, to see A Star is Born tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. <laughs> in, a, in a remake of a Barbara Streisand, Chris Christopherson movie, is that right? Right, which I believe is actually a remake of another movie. This yeah, is yeah. the third, is, but yeah, I can't remember who the, who's in the first yeah. one. But apparently, I guess that Barbara Streisand movie is really terrible. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've... I've heard a few different people talk about it, and they're like, "This that's not a good movie. No. But the buzz around this is that it's awesome. I really hope it's as good as it seems. Bradley Cooper making his directorial debut. The, Coop. The, uh, the, the kid from uh, Inside the Actor Studio making good. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's crazy to think that the dude that is from The Hangover right? is, is like making you know directing really good movies and he's like this great actor like he's a thespian 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 <laughs> so we're excited to see stars born how like on a scale of one to ten how excited are you for this movie? i'm probably like a 10 like i'm very excited i've been because uh lady gaga was on stern like a long time ago like a year ago maybe yeah. and was talking about this movie so i think they were they were filming or almost done filming or something. And uh, I got really excited about it even then. So I've been looking forward to this film for a really long time. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. All the previews have looked really good. So I'm, I'm very excited about it. I can't wait to see it. How about you? I am all in for this movie. 
This movie, the the trailer. When I first saw the trailer, I was like, "Holy shit, this movie's gonna be awesome!" It checks off all of the things that I like. Has hot Bradley Cooper. <laughs> has hot Lady Gaga. It has singing. Seems like it has some feels. Seems pretty good. Seems like one of them's an alcoholic. Can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm an alcoholic, but I do like alcohol. We are very excited to see this movie. Yes. So, with that being said, I did also ask you to look at some of the movies that are coming out this fall and what other movies that you're excited about seeing. And did you put together a little list? I did put together a little list. All right. Do you have things to say about them or do you just have their names? Some of them. Okay. Well. Okay. So, the first one is First Man. First Man. Okay. That's the moon, mov- the moon movie. Yep. Um, really, I, that one looks really good. I hope it's as good as it seems. Um, it's like Ryan Gosling and I can't remember any of the other people in it. Um, Coach Taylor's in that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm really excited to see that one. I hope that one that one seems really good. I think it's going to be good. Let's see. Uh, Ryan Gosling, Claire Foy. Claire who has Foy. A, like Who's having just She's an amazing in, like, run all of right the now. movies right now. Uh, Kyle Chandler. Pablo Schreiber. I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's a porn stash. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, porn some, stash. Some other dudes. <laughs> some other dudes. I that, bet he just loves that he's porn stash forever <laughs> from now on. Uh, and some other white dudes whose faces you would know. <laughs> but uh, is Jason Clark in this? Jason Clark. Jason Clark. Jason. No. Jason Clark is in this movie. Yes. I love Jason he Clark. He plays Ed White. I think he might be my new favorite actor right now. Really? I like Jason Clark a All lot. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to see that one. Uh, I'm excited to see Bad Times at the El Royale. Wait, wait, one one thing real okay, quick. Okay, sorry. Do you have a hot take on uh, the not showing an American flag when they get to the moon? Are they not doing that? No, there's no American flag when they get to the moon. Oh, and I didn't know anything about not, that. Yeah, it's a huge controversy. I could for people give, that, that. I give zero shits about that. <laughs> Absolutely zero. Do not the, care. The whole thing about this is going to get me heat with people, but I don't really care <laughs> because the whole thing about the flag, it reps, sure it represents great things, but as the great George Carlin once said, the flag is a symbol, and I leave symbols to the symbol-minded. Uh, nice. So anyway, heat alert! Yeah, heat alert! For real! Heat alert! So now, if you're still listening. <laughs> If you made it through the Kavanaugh shit and now into this. <laughs> Headline, Dustin hates America. <laughs> Dustin hates the troops. Uh, Dustin hates everything. He, He's a communist. You are a... I'm a socialistic, communistic... Communistic? That's I'm, commun- I'm communistic. <laughs> I'm communal. Uh, so what was the... What is Bad that? times at the El Royale. Bad times at the El Royale. Mostly because in the uh, trailer, Chris Hemsworth is like dancing without a shirt on. Good Lord. Would anytime you see Chris Hemsworth. Does, I want to see that movie. Does that fall into the take my money <laughs> category? Yes. All right. Me too. I'm, I mean, I think he's not like I'm not in love with him. You don't not have a man I'm, crush on him like Dave Grohl. Oh, no, he's up there though. I mean, he's he's on the he's list. He's pretty. He could be on my list. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, let's see who else is in that movie. We got uh, the uh, 
Jeff Bridges, Nick Offerman. Yeah. Yes. John Who, Hamm. By the way, let me just state Nick Offerman has now made it onto my list. Ooh. I have a huge crush on Nick Offerman. Ooh. Hey, speaking of Nick Offerman, uh, Jim, uh, Jim O'Hare, the plays um, the chubby guy from uh, Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, Jerry's in this movie. Oh, nice. And um, oh, um, what's his nuts that plays the 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 Jackson the dude from Jacksonville from the Good Place? Oh, I don't actually know what his um, name is. Jason. Yeah, his name I, is Jason. Um, man, his real, Manny Jacinto. Manny Jacinto. He's in this movie. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. I'm in for that movie. Yeah, I don't really know anything much about it except that Chris Hemsworth. It's close to naked, and that is a very good thing. <laughs> that is a selling point. Let's see. Let's see. Here's the tagline for the movie. Seven strangers, each with a secret to bury, meet at a rundown hotel in Lake Tahoe in 1960s California. Over the course of a fateful night, they all get one last shot at redemption before everything goes wrong. Boom, boom, boom. Dude, you should get some voiceover work. That was nice. Thank you. Uh, so my next one is Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. Which okay. okay, so I have a caveat on this. I feel like it's probably not going to be that good. I really want it to be good, but why I don't think it's going to be that good is because it's not the movie that I really want it to be. So it's about Queen generally. It talks about Fre- uh, Freddie Mercury, obviously, but it's not a Freddie Mercury biopic. You wanted the straight up Freddie Mercury biopic. Yeah, yeah. because I think that like for the casual Queen fan which most people are, all they care about is Freddie Mercury. They don't give a shit about the rest of the band and what they did after Freddie died and how they kept the band going and whatever. Because, I mean, what song, what is one Queen song that came out since Freddie died? None that you know of because there aren't any that you know of. Nope. So, yeah. So, I mean, I still want to go see it, but it's not quite the movie that I want it to be. I want the Freddie Mercury biopic. It's not the movie that you want, but it's the movie that you're getting. Exactly. Uh, I want to see The Girl in the Spider's Web, which is Claire Foy as well. That's the um, girl with the dragon tattoo, same author, same that okay. same character. Right. Um, Claire Foy going from playing the queen to playing an astronaut's wife to now playing a, a lesbian girl with tattoos and All right. crazy looking i'm ex- i don't really know that much about this movie either but i i'm i love that guy's writing so i'm excited to see how they adapted the book and let me read the tagline for this one all right go for it journalist michael blumkist and hacker lizbeth salander encounter a web of fired fired fat boy fired hold on i gotta yell at buster encounters buster do you know that turning off your microphone while my microphone is still on doesn't Sorry. matter? Like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm leaving that in because I don't give a fuck. A web of spies, cyber criminals, and government corruption. I'm All excited right. for it. I want to see that one. Take my money. Mary Queen of Scots, which is uh, Margot Robbie and Sold. um, crap. In- I can't remember who's playing the other one. Well, let me. It just gave me the. Sir Ronan, maybe? No, it's not her. Yep. It is? Okay. Sir Ronan. Gemma Chan. I don't know who that is. David Tennant. Ooh. 
uh, Guy Pierce. It's been a while since Guy Pierce has been. Brendan Coyle. Ooh, I like Brendan Coyle a lot. Yeah, we're, I'm gonna hold hold your uh, Downton thoughts here. I'm gonna come back to that in a minute. We're I got some questions for you. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah. So I, I remember seeing a. Um, I wonder if that movie got delayed because I remember seeing a preview for it a long time ago. It feels like. Yeah. And now it's just coming out. Um, it comes out like right before Christmas, December or they're doing 7th. like, they're doing like a limited release. I think. So I don't know if they're just putting it out to get it an Oscar contention, and then they'll do a wide release after. Gotcha. But, um, and then honorable mentions, Aquaman. I'm what I, this movie's making your list. So like this is this is straight up a I think Jason Momoa is hot and I want to see him for two hours on the big screen. Yes, that is yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. Okay, I, I'm I'm on the fence about it just because DC has been pretty disappointing to me. This movie looks completely different than any of their other movies, though. So I'm ho- hoping that that's a good sign. Okay. Um, so I'm interested in that. And a dark horse for me. I think you'll be surprised. I want to see Mary Poppins. Okay. I love Emily Blunt. So anything that Emily Blunt is in, I want to watch. Isn't Lin-Manuel Miranda in it too? Yes, he is, I believe. Emily Blunt, Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'll go see that. That's my list. So, hi. I guess Buster, hi, Buster. wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> well, snuggle so up, cute. <laughs> okay. So what are your movies? Um, I, I didn't really look. Oh. So I don't... Uh, so it was just my project? You yeah, didn't yeah. have to do anything? No, no, no. I don't really care. <laughs> um, I want to see Bumblebee. The new Transformers movie? I do not want to see um, that. I want to see Creed 2. I didn't see Creed 1. Neither so. did I, but Dana is going to be mad at me if I don't see Creed 1 so that I can <laughs> then see Creed 2. Um, it is on my list. Maybe what I'll do is, since uh, here's more breaking news, uh, or sh- can we say this on the podcast? Yeah. That you're going home for Thanksgiving? Maybe what I'll do is, since that movie is coming out that week, maybe I'll, go, maybe I'll actually watch Creed and then go see Creed 2. There you go. You know. Who knows? Uh, definitely in for Aquaman. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't There's know. another movie coming out later called Destroyer with Nicole Kidman. Hmm. And it's some sort of like... Looks like some sort of like a thriller, maybe mystery a little bit. Looks pretty dark. Yeah. That one looked kind of interesting. It's, it's pretty, 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 fucking dark. pretty fucking dark. <laughs> I love doing jokes on the podcast that only you and I get. I know. So, here's my problem with movies. I don't know if anyone is aware of this, but I'm kind of in the bag for these Marvel movies that I'm kind of obsessed with them right now. Yeah. And all I can think about is seeing Captain Marvel and then seeing Avengers 4. When do we get Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel comes out in March. Oh, it's so long. And that trailer is amazing. Yes, it is. And then we get Avengers like six weeks later. Ooh. Like, I will not have even finished with my boner for the Captain Marvel movie <laughs> before I have to gear up. You're going to have a six-week boner? Before I gear up to be sexually aroused for Avengers 4. <laughs> <Bust-ass> <laughs> by, the time, by the time Avengers 4 rolls around, their bodies won't be the only thing that are dust. Oh, stop. You're so gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay so a couple things real quick yes you you had mentioned that uh nick offerman has now made your list yes so who are the other players on this list currently Whew, that's a tough call uh so we got uh got chris hemsworth chris hemsworth 
who used to only be on my list as Thor. No, he's just on all the time. <laughs> just, he's just. <laughs> it used to be Thor was on the list. Now it's just. No, Chris. it's just Chris. Yeah. Any any way that I'm Chris sure, is, I'm happy. I'm sure he'll him. be appreciative of that. I'm sure he will. He seems pretty cool. So, uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Nick Offerman. I mean, Jason Momoa is probably on there for sure. Yeah. I still. <laughs> I feel like Jason Momoa is not someone that you want to necessarily have a relationship with. He's no. the kind of guy you want to stumble in a hotel room, uh, find him one night after you guys have had a few drinks, and just <laughs> let him rail you until the sun comes up. <laughs> just I mean, I don't think that's inaccurate. Dest- destroy- destroyed hotel room, bad decisions. Just possible, wild animal sex. Possible, possible need to go find a plan B pill afterwards. You know, that sort of... Yeah. Oh, he's just so attractive. Um, so hot. I want <laughs> to, to touch, touch the honey. <laughs> um, who else is on my list right now? That's a tough call. I mean, he will forever be on my list, even when he is... Well, okay, let me say this one first. It wouldn't be so much surprising. The Rock is on my list, although mm. he's a little... He's a little too much right now. Like yeah. he needs to unbulk a little bit for me. He's a he's, little too. He's dropped bulky. it down a little bit. He he just looks a, he looks a little bit freakish. Yeah. Um, but he is a little bit freakish. Yeah, he is for sure. I just like beyond the fact that he's very attractive. Like I just I like who he how he presents himself. Right. He just I hope he's as nice of a guy as he seems like he is. I'm sure he's not, but I really want him to be. I mean, you know I think it about will, wrestling I think stories it will surprise him. you to learn that Dwayne is probably exactly who you think he is. Oh, that's awesome. That makes me really I've, happy. I have not really heard any stories where like, yeah, but he's really an asshole. Oh, that makes me so happy. I think he he is demanding and has high standards and is kind of a perfectionist, but he is not an asshole. Right. So. All right, good. That makes me happy. Um, so he's on there. <laughs> And then the one that's random, although he's, he's been on there for a long time, is Troy Palomalu. I think Troy Palomalu is so attractive. <laughs> Three Samoans on my list. Yeah, yeah. So what's that? What does that say about you? I like those Samoans. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's probably. I mean, I'm sure there's other ones, but solid. those are my that's main ones. List. A guy like a Bradley Cooper doesn't make that list. No. No. I mean, he is certainly attractive, but uh, no, he's not my. He's not my thing. Johnny Depp was on my list for forever, and he is not remotely on there anymore. He's taken too many drugs, and he looks very weird. And beat his wife too many times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who's on your list? Ooh. Hmm. Well, let's see. Uh, model Ashley Graham. Yeah, she's on my list too, for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, I'd go gay for that uh, girl for sure. She's gorgeous. Model and TV personality Padma Lakshmi. Mm, she's gorgeous too. So hot. Uh, Kristen Bell, mm. who I I mean, I would probably break, <laughs> but I'm sure it'd be a fun five minutes for her. Uh, you know, the four minutes of me to take my clothes off and <laughs> <laughs> the one minute that I fell on her. i gotta remember that when i do this podcast in the future i need to either be sober at the start or drink (laughs) while i'm doing it and not not be at the back end oh so that's three um 
I so this is a weird one, and it's not going to be someone that very many people will know. Um, but it's an actress um, who was on The West Wing, had a very small role, but who has gotten way hotter with time. Uh, a lady by the name of Kim Webster. You follow who, her on Twitter, right? And Instagram. You talk about her on a lot. I feel like. <laughs> well. Okay, that sounds makes me sound creepy. No, I mean just you know that you, stuff that well, she I've posts had, or I've whatever. I've had interactions with her on social media, and she's a very nice person and is good looking and eats steaks and wings and drinks beer and it loves to watch football and is cute. So, you know, all of those things. I mean, I feel like if you were to divorce me to go with her, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that I would ever have a shot at that, but you know, I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, um. Let's see. Anyone else? I mean, there's always, you know, uh, I feel like there's someone obvious that I'm leaving off. Is Chrissy mm-hmm. Teigen on your list? I think Chrissy Teigen is very beautiful. I want to be Chrissy Teigen's friend. Yeah. I I like her and Luna and John and the new baby too much to be like, oh, yeah, she's on. You can't objectify her in that you way? can't. No. I'm like... <laughs> I think of her too much of as a person now. That's a bummer. I know. It's really in fucking inconvenient. Uh, and I mean, after the second baby, really is. I mean, oh, you know, stop it. It's the first. I'm sure everything's one, ship shape. One baby is fine, but two. Eh. <laughs> We're talking sleeve of wizard territory. Uh, she's got that stuff all <laughs> nipped up. She's good to go. So Ashley Graham. Padma, Padma, Kristen Bell, Kim Webster, Kim Webster, and a fifth. Mm. God, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm still kind of I'm still kind of Team Anna Kendrick. Yeah, uh, just kind I of. I mean, yeah. You need to see that new movie she's in. Yeah, I've heard. Simple favor. Like, doesn't she make out with Blake Lively or something like that? Yes. Yeah. All right. You'll like her yeah. in that one. How have I not seen that already? She's very. She's all the things you like about Anna Kendrick mm-hmm. in that movie. Sorry, I'm <laughs> thinking now. <laughs> um. So okay, so this is this is not this is kind of like an honorable mention. Someone I would like to have sex with once, just for the story, is uh, that Lizzo chick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I just want to have sex with. She'd her. be fun uh, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe we can bring in the the one dancer from Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, oh, What's her I name? I, don't know. I follow her on Instagram so too. I. I can't she think of her name. She doesn't post that often. No, she doesn't. Anyway, yeah. So I would like to note that Nikki asked me to objectify women. I didn't start out objectifying women. <laughs> so, and I'm not objectifying them. I actually all of the women that I picked that are on my list. I would also not only just like to have sex with, I'd also like to have conversations with because I think they're interesting people. Yeah. And they're human beings. Do you follow Lizzo on Instagram? Yes. That bitch is crazy. She is crazy. I love her. in the best way. (laughs) I want to be that free with my body. Just show myself twerking on the... You know who else is pretty cute? Mm. That chick that plays Janet on The Good Place. She is cute. In like a kind of an unconventional sort of way. Kind of in like... An attainable sort of. <laughs> she's good looking. She's she's good looking in the way that like I feel like there's the remote possibility I could have a chance. Right, you don't, but I mean, but you feel like you might. <laughs> hey, I'm smart and funny. I could get chicks. 
<laughs> you watch yourself. The right amount of cash, anything is possible. Not to, not to say that she That's would gross. take money for sex, but I'm just saying that. All right, let's move on. <sighs> it got weird. It did just, get weird. I, you made it weird. Yeah. You, sh- you, you should have. Holmes did. Yeah. You made it weird. Yeah. That's not a reference I ever want to hear again. Why? I love him. I know, but I don't ever want to be compared to Pete Holmes. Why? I don't know, because he's He's adorable and lovable and weird. He's all the things you want in a person. All right. Fine. I Pete Holmes did. All right. You're going to say something to me about Downton Abbey? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about your Instagram story for a second. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, what the fuck are you doing watching Downton Abbey again? Uh, It's awesome, and I wanted to watch it again. It's not that good really is that good it's good but it's not that good it's good yeah and then what is this that i'm that i <laughs> that i heard so you you are already planning ahead yes for game of thrones yes not only do you want to rewatch the entire series once you're thinking you're going to need to rewatch it twice yes and i'm and probably going to read the books <laughs> can i ask you a question yes don't you think that time would be better spent, I don't know, coming up with like a new fucking project or something new in your life? Well, I mean, I'll be watching it as I'm doing other things. Like what? Dude, you don't give me shit, <laughs> mister. I've watched the West Wing and ER 6,000 times. First of all, I have never watched the ER 6,000 times. West Wing I've for never, sure. I've never watched the all of ER through a second time. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you I'm, very much. I'm currently watching ER for the second time. <laughs> and can I just say, what's well, a really good show? Yeah. I'm on season six right now. I remembered that Alan Alda was on there, but then he comes in and just crushes like in Doesn't a special Doesn't he have like Alzheimer's appearance. or something? Yeah, we're not there yet. Spoiler alert. Uh, it happened like, tw- <laughs> what, 10 years ago at least? I also forget how many chicks Noah Wiley banged on that show. Like he's banging Rebecca De Mornay right now. Doctor Carter got around. Man, after she gets she gets her hot doctor. She, she gets her chesticle taken off because she has the breast cancer, and mm-hmm. he still shows up and like is trying to love on her and stuff. And nice, strong work. He got to he banged Julie Bowen in that show. Ooh, nice. Yeah, Julie Bowen's still hot. She is hot. She can still get it. God damn it! I made it weird again. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> um. So, you got me off track here. Now I'm thinking about Julie Bowen <laughs> and how good her legs looked on that show. No, like, I yeah, well, I so, never watched Down Abbey again. Like, I we watched it through the first time right. as it was airing and whatever. And then I've never gone back and watched it again. And it's just a really good series. And it's it's well written. It's well acted. And I wanted to watch it again. So, I'm watching it again. I'm almost done. I'm close. I had another one of those. I know who that person's voice is. You know that thing I do where I hear a voice. And yeah, like, and you oh, know I it. know who that dude is. So, um, Lord, is it Lord Grantham? Yeah. So he is the voice of the Rolex commercial that was on before all the Ryder Cup stuff on NBC huh. Sports. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was like, oh hey, that's Lord Grantham. That's that dude. Yeah, I'm weird. God, you are weird. What the fuck is wrong with me? I don't recognize so voices at all, which is it's weird to me. Like. I know I've said this to you before, but honestly, like, if I w- if I don't know, if I'm not expecting the person, I don't know that I would recognize your <laughs> like voice. Like, if, if I called you and a caller ID came up and it did, and it was not my name. There have been times when you have called me without caller, and I didn't have caller ID, and I didn't know it was you. 
Because like I've watched, you know, like on reality shows or whatever, where they have um, like, uh, um, what the heck, the um, Top Chef, I think they yeah. did this on, where they had like a relative come yeah, in yeah, yeah, where and they there was a the wall blocking yeah, them yeah. and they had to like direct them to make a yeah. dish or whatever. And they, so they're yelling back and forth to each other this whole time and the chef does not know who the other person is and it's like their mom or right. whatever. I am... <laughs> I am not remotely confident that I would recognize your voice in that yeah. sort of a scenario. That's fair. I probably would recognize my mom or dad, but I don't know that I'd recognize yours. Hmm. You'd have to, there'd be, there would be something eventually, I think, to tip me off, but like, I would do outset, something like with my inflection or the yeah, way Yeah, there'd be I, something yeah. that would help me, but I wouldn't, but it would take a little bit of time. I would hit a bass note and your, <laughs> a bass there, note. Your, there'd be a little tingle in your special area. And lock them doors <laughs> and the lights down low. <laughs> I think I was in five different keys in that one little sentence right there. Oh, Don't touch my singing wow. by that. That was horrifying. Shit just goes, goes right off the rails. <laughs> what is it that, what, what do you think it is about, shows that you know that are good that you go rewatch rather than spending your time watching something that you don't know is good because like the hard thing about starting a new show and i think this is a getting older thing it's like you go back to shit you know because like i mean who has time to watch something that sucks and like i know that that was good all the way through the series i liked every season of it and so like it's just a good thing to go back to whereas if you start something new you give it a few episodes to make sure that it, it is what it is, you know, like, because yeah. even if they have a strong first episode, it may not carry through or they may have a crappy first episode and then get good a couple episodes in, you know, so like, I don't know, like my time that I have to watch shows, even though like I don't have school anymore or whatever, it seems like it's not as much anymore because um, I've actually, you know, like I have people that I actually go and do things with now and stuff. <laughs> so like I don't, I'm not always just home. So yeah. like my time is more precious when I have time to spend to watch something. So I want to spend it on something good. Not to mention, and this is a perfect segue into how we're going to close out the podcast is it is time for the greatest time of year. <laughs> and that's the start of hockey season. I'm pretty excited. Hockey, hockey starts Thursday night, Minnesota wild. Drop the puck on their season. You know what's funny, though? It's like, as much as I love hockey generally, I get really excited for football to start. And part of that, I think, is like the carryover because it starts in the fall when like I was getting ready to go back to school and, right. you know, whatever. There's like that sort of excitement that comes with football. And hockey just kind of nonchalantly drops in the beginning of October and it just kind of hides. Like, it's, yeah. I don't get as excited about it. Well, and the thing about football is football is like four months. And then that's pretty much it. Whereas hockey, hockey, we're going to drop the puck on Thursday. And that shit ain't going to be over till June. Yeah, it's so a long season. We're committed to the bit at this point. So we're going to get into a uh, preview of the official hockey team of Just Another Wild Guys podcast, the Minnesota <laughs> Wild. But Should see if they'll sponsor. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Although I probably have a better chance of getting a sponsorship from the Wild than Michael Russo since he's ripping on the team. Ooh. No, that's fine. He's good. It's Jim Suhan. That's the problem. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm just bitter because of their audience numbers. Um, So I have breaking news. Okay. And this is something that is 
near and dear to my heart. Guess what is going away as part of Minnesota Wild Game Ops this season? What? No more Let's Go Crazy. <gasps> really? The Prince song, Out the Door, oh. announced this evening. So they're just going to go back to the Joe Satriani song? It's not official yet. Uh, apparently, they uh, talked with season ticket holders, and there was an overwhelming majority that wished for the Prince song to no longer be used as the goal song. Yeah. For those of you that don't watch hockey or don't pay attention, when uh, a team scores in their home rink, a song will play. It's a goal song. Um, so there's two options, I guess, they're given to vote on. One is to bring back Joe Satriani, oh. which is my vote because that, I oh, love it. Oh, like oh, oh, It's oh. amazing. I, it just, I feel like that is... That's the song. That's the song. The other is Kaleo, Kaleo, Kale- I don't know. Some Kaleo? The, yeah, I like them, there's actually. There's a Kaleo song that they that the Game Ops people like that they're thinking about using. Huh. So. I feel and, like Kaleo is a band I've told you to listen to. They're like, they're European. They're like Swedish or Dutch or hmm. something. Swedish, maybe. Well, as a Norwegian, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> They're no, freaky deaky Dutch. No goddamn Dutch <laughs> Swedes music shall be played at the Wild Game. Norwegian or American, that is all. <laughs> no, because there's no Finlanders or Swedes or anyone right. else in the crowd. Just Norwegian. Right. So, hockey season starts this week. Who Thursday do they play? night. Opening the first game is a road game at Colorado. Right. Do they kind of, it seems like they got play colorado often as yeah, the first seems, game yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty regular uh saturday is home opener which i didn't think about when i thought that i when i'm gonna go to this fight on saturday oh. i'm gonna miss home, home opener hmm. against the las vegas golden knights Ooh. so a couple good games to start out the season i'm is, excited for this season is colorado gonna be any good <clears throat> yeah they were good last year they had like they won. They got like forty-five more points than the season before. They made the playoffs. Oh, okay, I forgot. Okay, <clears throat> didn't they? I thought or they sucked out? last year. No, they sucked two years ago. Okay, two years ago they were one of the worst teams in hockey. Yeah, last year they were good. Okay, better. So I have a couple hot takes. Okay, let's hear it. Minnesota Wild season preview coming down at you. This is the year that Charlie Coyle puts it all together. And starts to light the lamp. Well, one can only hope. He's going to finally grab hold of the reins. Now that he can just be a winger. He's playing on a huge, a, a, like a jumbo line. He is going to play with Joel Erickson Eck. And he's going to play with Jordan Greenway. Nice. And they are big. And they are fast. And they all can move. That should be an exciting line, actually. What's interesting is they can all play center. They can all play the wings, so they're going to have the ability to just rip, and they're going to play third line. They rip and they rhyme. They rhyme and they rip. Sorry, I'm, I'm... How dare you... I'm breaking your flow. How dare you disrespect the hockey preview with your nonsense. I feel like I don't have anything tonight. I'm just not on my game. <laughs> I'm excited for hockey. So I, I think Charlie Coyle is going to – he's definitely going to be better than he was last year. The thing – the problem for Charlie is he got hurt three games into the season. 
never really got back to form, had torn ligaments in both of his wrists. I was going to say, when didn't he hurt his wrists last yes. year? He should have not been playing, but he had been injured a bunch already in the season, didn't want to be out and hurt the team, and so he tried to play through it, and it was not good. Yeah. He had double wrist surgery in the offseason. So, hopefully I'm, he's all healed up and I think that the Wild Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Lay it on me. The Minnesota Wild are going to win the Stanley Cup this year. <laughs> this is not a homer take. I think that That's the funniest thing you've said all show. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I'll shut up. I can't believe this. Getting no support whatsoever. I want to believe it. Here's why. All right. Brian Suter back in for and back in full form. Our defensive our top four defense, one of the best in hockey. Suter, Spurgeon, Dumba, Brodeen. Put those four up against anybody. And I think the Wild, you know, have a shot. The top three lines of this club could be really, really good. You're looking at a third line of Jordan Greenway, Joel Erickson Eck, Charlie Coyle. You're looking at a second line of Nino and Koivu and Zach Parisi. And you're looking at a top line of Eric Stahl. Michael Granlund and Jason Zucker. So you're talking about lines that can put goals in the net. If Granlund shows up. I think Granlund is going to be good this year. I really hope so. He's definitely shown flashes of brilliance. It'd be great if he put it all together. Here's a, here's one of the things that the Wild have changed and something that you're going to want to be on the lookout for this summer. They've changed the way they're they're conducting the power play. They're taking a page out of the Winnipeg playbook, and Mike and Granlin is going to quarterback the first unit. He's going to go up on the right wall, where he can get passes to left-handed shooters, put them on that. I think the Wild they're going to have one of the top power play units in all of the NHL. I think their defense is going to be strong. I think Doobie's going to have a really great season. I think. The Wild win the Central. I think the Wild play the San Jose Sharks in the Western Conference Finals. So you don't think the Kings make it again this year? The Kings? You mean the Golden Knights? Knights, I mean. I think they'll be good, but here's the thing for Vegas. Last year, no one knew anything about them to start the season. There's no tape on how they played. There's no nothing. Last year, they go out. They storm out to an early lead. They build off the momentum. They had a galvanizing event at the start of the year with the right, Las the Vegas shooting. shooting. They had a couple of people leave. They had some inner little scuttlebutt about contract stuff. I think they're still going to be really good. Don't get me wrong. They have firepower. Um, I think they'll be neck and neck with the San Jose Sharks. San Jose Sharks are going to be fucking fantastic. They have Evander Kane. They have Logan Couture. They have Brent Burns. 
and now they have Eric Carlson. <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric Carlson <laughs> and Brent Burns are playing together on the defense in San Jose. That's crazy. That's that's, uh, that's how not, can he afford it? That's not fair because they've been real smart with their cap money. And unlike the Wild, where like every guy on the team makes five and a half million dollars on San Jose, their goalie doesn't make a ton. I don't think their bottom four uh, D don't make a lot. Their fourth line doesn't make a lot. So yeah, they had a ton of cap space. So I think San Jose is going to be really good. Yeah. I think that the Washington Capitals will not be as good this year. I think Pittsburgh bounces back. I think Tampa bounces back. I think everyone wants to think that Toronto is going to be great. I'm not sure. I think they have a chance, but I think I think Toronto will be great next year. But I could be wrong. In fact, I will probably be wrong about all of this. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, as a Minnesota fan, I always want them to win. I don't want to hear your goddamn negativity about being a, being a Minnesota sports fan. You know why Minnesota sports fans always lose? Because all of you motherfuckers just assume that something bad's going to happen. Start believing that good things are going to happen. Quit talking about how things have always sucked. You're manifesting poor shit to happen. Okay. God damn it. Whoa. You're getting your fucking Minnesota stink on me about <laughs> your sports. <laughs> Pissing me off. Just want to believe in my goddamn hockey team. Believe in your team, my love. I do. They're going to win. I would love it if they won. They're going to be Stanley Cup champions, and in June we're going to have a podcast, and I'm going to be like, fuck you, I told you it was going to happen. I would be very happy if that were the case. I would love it. They're not even going to make the fucking playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope Boudreaux doesn't, here's, let's hope they don't tank halfway through the season and Boudreaux doesn't get fired or something. Here's the thing. <laughs> Bruce Boudreaux has never not got 100 points as a coach. Bruce Boudreaux is the second winningest head coach active in the NHL. How many cups does he have? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is this he's going to break through this year. This is going to be his breakthrough. He's had a breakthrough bonding with his son who has autism, who's really fucking rad. There's a great story Michael Russo wrote this summer about Boudreaux's kid and like all this awesome stuff that he's doing took over a hockey camp and he's working like the the wild have the nobody believes in us and they can finally take the next step I would love it if they did they have I would love they it. finally have a new practice facility that's going to be the thing that pushes them over the edge <laughs> chef Gavin Kaysen and Andrew Zimmern are making their food for him now what? I didn't yeah, know that pretty dope actually that is awesome you should go on YouTube or the Wild website and watch some of the videos of the Tria practice facility. I've it's, seen a little bit here and there. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking nice. Yeah. Well, they waited a long time to get it, so. I know. Well, there it is, folks. An NHL season preview featuring the official hockey team of Justin of the White Guys podcast. <laughs> the future Stanley Cup champion, Minnesota Wild. You heard it here first. That's right. That fucking Joe Santriani song is going to be playing. We'll we hoist the cup. Walk that motherfucker down I-35. Can I just tell you, like, 
So, um, um, Matt Niskanen was on the Capitals team this last year, and he's from Virginia, Minnesota. And he brought the cup home, and, like, people were so excited. And obviously, like, Minnesotans love nothing more than other, other Minnesotans, like, no, nobody from Minnesota gets One more excited when the when well, a Minnesota person does well. Like everybody gets real pumped about that. But even more so when it's an Iron Range kid who does well. Those Iron Rangers, and it's in hockey. Holy crap! That's like the best thing ever. So like you have Iron Range hard ons. That's right. Mm. Hard on. Hot. You fucking hard on. <laughs> God, I'm destroying this podcast. It's really a wonder that no one is listening to these things. You're so negative. I know. So much negativity. Well, look at the numbers. Positivity is trans, Jones. Go look, go look at the numbers of, of the you people. You've got to find are, a way to do some promotion or something. I don't know. I just feel like so many people don't follow me on Facebook anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no one has actually seen my promotion. Anyway, uh, let's go drink some more and watch Monday Night Football. Yeah. On that, um, on that you, upbeat note. If you would like to hear me tell Insta stories in my car every day at work. <laughs> yes. Nikki, follow me. How can they follow you on Instagram? Follow me at Skenzie Jones on Instagram. S K E N Z I J O N E S. That's right. Skenzie Jones. Skenzie Jones. On that note, I am going to wrap up the podcast. I I did want to read one thing real quick before we get out of here. And I'm I'm going to do my regular little close thing, but also wanted to um let me find it here. Can you help me vamp here for a second? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, should have been doing that when we, I was telling people about my I Instagram. I should have. What kind of a pro are you? I know, but whatever. <laughs> oh, hey, real quick, shout out Cody Rhodes, another crush of Superman crush. Actually, if you could put a list together of couples that I would want to have sex with, Cody and Brandy Rhodes, <laughs> right at the top of that list. Shout out for winning the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship last night in Los Angeles. Would Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard be on that list as well? I don't really think Dax Shepard is that good looking. Mm. So I just I just want to say, um, one, uh, October is the start of uh, National Domestic Violence Awareness oh. Month. Um, so I just want to say that to all of you out there that are dealing with domestic violence, whether it's spoken or unspoken in your life, just know that there are people that care about you and people that will have your back and you have the power to take the power back. And if you need help, there are ways to do that. And I encourage you to speak out and to to take back control of your life. So um, it's important to, to pay attention to what's going on and know about what's uh, what's going on uh, in in that uh, in that light. So uh, just something to think about. And I saw this uh, on Twitter, and I just want to close with this. The only people who are mad at you for speaking the truth are those people who are living a lie. Keep speaking the truth. So I'll leave you with that. Uh, I'm Dustin Jones. Please remember to uh, follow, subscribe, like, support the podcast. Uh, I'm going to keep doing them, even if no one listens to them, because it's actually fun, even though I bitch about it. That's it for this week. I'm Dustin Jones. Always protect the five hole. Too much. Oh, that hurt. Oh, that hurt. Too much. Too much. Oh, it's too big. It was too much.